Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. She was riding in this wagon down the long, hot, dusty road in a huge line of horses and soldiers and other wagons filled with all sorts of stuff. She didn't know where her family was or if she'd ever see them again. Where was she going? What would happen to her? Late in the day, she realized they had come into a city. As the caravan came to a halt, people began scrambling around the wagons, lifting things out and carrying them away. Suddenly, she saw the face of the man who had taken her from her home, the man with the mean face, the fancy uniform, and the white patches on his skin. She heard him say, Take her and come with me. Next thing she knew, a man was picking her up out of the wagon and carrying her, walking right behind the man with the mean face. They came to a large house and walked through the front door. The man with the mean face said, Put her down right there. The little girl sat there and waited. Then, from around the corner, walked a very pretty lady with long black hair and clothing like she'd never seen before. I brought her from Israel for you. She's going to be your little maid. The lady's face lit up with joy. Oh, thank you, Naaman. She's such a precious little girl. So, the man with the mean face was named Naaman, and this nice lady must be his wife. Mrs. Naaman took her by the hand and began to show her around the house. She was one of the nicest women she'd ever met. It was all so confusing, because on one hand, she was beginning to figure out that she might never be going back home. She might never know what happened to her family. And that made her sadder than she had ever been before. But at the same time, this lady was so kind and gracious and loving that she was very happy to be there. She felt kind of bad for liking this lady. But then she didn't really have a choice. So she might as well make the best of it all. The tour of the house ended at a beautiful little room. Mrs. Naaman said, And this will be your room. We're going to have so much fun together. And if you need anything at all, my room is right next to yours. For the next few days, the little girl was watching, learning, and getting used to everything. Mrs. Naaman gave her jobs to do. But it almost didn't seem like work because they had fun doing the jobs together. It was more like spending time with a new friend. And though she was still all torn up inside, it seemed like this might not be such a bad life. There was one thing that confused her. Even though she could tell that Mr. and Mrs. Naaman really loved each other, they never seemed to touch. She never saw them hold hands or hug or kiss. She couldn't figure it out because she'd grown up watching her parents be so affectionate with each other every day. Why were Mr. and Mrs. Naaman so different? One night while Mr. Naaman was away working, she went into Mrs. Naaman's room to brush her long black hair. When she turned the corner, she saw Mrs. Naaman sitting on her bed crying. She walked over to her and put her hand on her shoulder. Are you okay? Mrs. Naaman was a little startled. She put her arm around her and said, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I didn't mean for you to see me crying. The little girl said, What's wrong? Mrs. Naaman said, You don't know? My husband has leprosy. It's getting worse all the time. We can't touch or be close. And I just don't know what's going to happen. Leprosy. It all made sense. 
The little girl had never seen anyone with leprosy, but she had heard about it. She was overcome with grief for Mrs. Naaman. It had never even occurred to her to be hateful towards these people. In her innocence, all she knew to do was to have compassion on them. She hugged Mrs. Naaman and said, I'm so sorry. I wish Mr. Naaman could meet our preacher back home in Samaria. He could pray for him, and his leprosy would be gone. Mrs. Naaman was stunned. What? She said, Our preacher, Elisha, in Samaria. He prays to Jehovah, and he does miracles. He could take away Mr. Naaman's leprosy. Naaman's wife had never heard such a thing. She sent word to the king of Syria about this preacher in Israel. The king responded by sending Naaman to Samaria with an official entourage to meet the prophet Elisha. Mrs. Naaman and the little girl stayed at home and waited, day after day, hoping for some news. It seemed like so much time had gone by and still not one word. Then one afternoon, Mrs. Naaman and the little girl were in the backyard working in the flower garden when they heard Mr. Naaman's voice shouting with excitement. He came running around the corner yelling, Honey! It's gone! It's gone! I'm clean! I'm clean! He ran up to his wife and wrapped his arms around her. Mrs. Naaman couldn't stop crying. The little girl was so happy for her. After they had celebrated for a while, Mr. Naaman looked at the girl and said, I have a present for you. As he led her out to the street, she noticed that he was like a completely different person. He showed her a wagon full of dirt and said, This dirt is from Samaria. We're going to use it to make a place in the garden where you and me and Mrs. Naaman can worship Jehovah together every day. Thank you for changing our lives. This little girl used her influence to bring hope to the very person who had shattered her dreams. Christian, God can use you to bring hope to the people in your life. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.